0: Fantasy football, where the three of us sisters go match up by match up to help you set your lineups. It's playoffs, people. Yeah,
1: congrats. Thank you to hop
0: over and check us out at herfantasyfootball.com for our rankings, posts, and much more. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, ESPNW. You can always ask us questions on Twitter at herfantasyfb and on Facebook backslash herfantasyfootball. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby.
1: And I'm Ashley
2: Williams. And I'm Brandon
0: Lee. Woohoo! Week 15. Oh! The time has come, you guys.
1: Playoffs. I know
0: you guys are all excited. Excited. Uh, Ashley and I are playing each other in the first week of playoffs in our family league. Yep. Yep, yep. Put your butts in now. Who's gonna win?
1: Can I beat you back-to-back weeks? Can I do it?
0: Can you do it? I... Don't doubt My it. team just, like, <laughs> went off last week. It
1: went off. I almost felt bad for you, Courtney. I was like, this is, like, the best week I've ever had. Brutal. No,
0: that's what I was like. Hopefully, on Val is, you know, had enough. He's exhausted. and He just like, doesn't <laughs> want to play next week. Yeah, I'm all all in in on those guys. This this game doesn't matter for me. Just get it all out
1: now. Well, I'm like all in on those Steelers. They got they got to do well or I don't do well.
0: It's true. You really are. (laughs)
2: They've been doing well. So you're doing just fine. I won in one of my playoffs um, by less than uh, two points. And the guy had Antonio Gates and Randall Cobb left and I thought I was cooked. Ends up, I was okay. Wee. Wee. Yeah, I, I. To be fair, I had the second highest score out of everyone in the league, and this is the only league I have not won. So, this is my moment. What's your moment. Is it's my moment. So you got two more, two more games left, then? Or is, is yeah, next week the yeah, final? Okay. Well, good luck, Brandon. You're going to do well. I can feel it. Thank you, thank you. I miss the family league, and, and I think the people out there will understand my feelings here. My three wide receivers were Demarius Thomas, Torrey Smith, and um, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Brutal. You can't win like that, people. No, you, you can't. You can't win like yeah, that. You
0: can't. And then you had no, Tannehill. You can't. He was worthless. Yeah. You Tannehill. Yeah, you had the worst game of this season by anybody by far. And it all happened in one game. Know. It was so it crazy. brutal. It was like.
2: And It was for the
0: playoffs. Yeah. It
2: was so nuts. It, it was of epic proportions, and I could not stop the bleeding. It was just sitting there, and I needed to win to get in. But so I'm not in the family league one. But I'm in six of nine.
1: I so. know Chris sent me a text. He goes, not bad. Not bad "I beat Brandon. I'm in. She's out. Please relay this to her in case she missed it. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was watching and is aware." <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Well you know what? Sometimes, you know what? Who would tell you to sit um Demarius Thomas? No one. Who? Mm-hmm.
1: Who's probably the same person that told you to sit Peyton Manning. Oh yeah. Oh we'll
0: ha- you'll have your <laughs> moment actually. <Ashley>. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's get into the games, you guys. We're gonna answer some of your social media questions throughout the night or day, depending on when you're listening to this. Well let's get straight into Thursday night. Arizona Cardinals 10-3, and three. St. Louis Rams 6-7. and seven. Those Cardinals hate defense. Still amazing. Had another double-digit performance. That was their fifth double-digit game in the last six games. I'll take it. And the Rams happen to mm-hmm. give up the third most fantasy points to defenses. So they are yeah. the sure bet in Arizona. I'm into them. Everybody else, I'm a little iffy. Little iffy Mm. to say the Mm. least. Right now, they got a running back. God only knows what's going on. I mean, it was really between Grice and Taylor, people were picking up, and then Williams just blew it up. Mm -hmm. Um, There's Williams is still not declared the starter, but God knows that, you know, he's got to be the main hand there. Either way that it goes. Uh, You know, the Rams go up the seventh-fewest fantasy points to running backs, so none of them are my favorite this week, you guys. Don't stream them. I'm not into them. If you're going to pick one, I guess it's Williams, but try not to do it. Also on the bench is Drew Stanton and John Carlson per huge. In my gut calls, I wanted to say this. Kickers do matter, guys. We're going to start off the top of the show. Mr. Chandler Catanzaro, something like that. He has missed okay, four. Thanks, Brandon. He's missed four of his last nine attempts, including two last week against the Chiefs. Now, luckily for the Cardinals, he's still uh. won. Um, and he still had ten fantasy points. You guys, that's not bad. But and I don't want you to panic. He is a rookie kicker, and he made his first seventeen field goals in the NFL. So he's okay. The coaches have confidence in him. I'm still confident that you're going to play this guy. The wide receivers, Larry Fitzgerald, is still questionable. He's going to play, but how much? Michael Floyd, John Brown, Jerron Brown, I would say none of them are more than a flex at this point with Staten throwing the ball. One of them is going to get in the end zone. I can't tell you who. They're all a little too risky for me.
1: And that's all for the Cardinals. That's all for the Cardinals. Don't you love it how running backs can completely suck it but a kicker misses like three field goals and they're dropped from the team. I know. Yeah. It's it's so interesting to me because it's not like there's a plethora of kickers out there to choose from. Anyway. No. The Broncos know that. <laughs> right? I mean, they brought back McManus just to actually do kickoffs, but crazy. Anyway, to the Rams. They're kind of coming on a little bit. They're, they're an interesting team for me, the Rams.
2: They're really, they're de- defense.
1: Their defense Holy. is legit. I know I've got them for sure with the defense. You have to play them. Cool. Um, Tavon Austin in my gut call section. So I want to make it very clear that I'm not saying that you should consider Austin as he is simply just not targeted enough. But this makes it three weeks in a row now that he's scored. So if you need a flyer, then why not? You know? It's, yeah. yeah. It's a deep why not, but, you know, why not? Uh, Jared Cook. So you can never get too attached to your tight ends in the land of fantasy. So unless you got Gronk Gronk this year, you can get attached. But otherwise, you need to play the hot hand. And by hot hand, I mean lukewarm hand because we're talking about tight ends here. But Jared Cook was the highest-scoring tight end this week. You know, sorry, last week. And he has another favorable matchup this week with the Cardinals, who do give up the 7th-most points to tight ends. So Cook is someone you should consider. Bench, Kenny Britt, you know it, Trey Mason is one I also want to talk about here. So unless you're in, like, a real big pinch, I think you should stay away from Trey Mason this week. Last week against the Redskins mm. was kind of a tough one. He's only able to muster up 66 yards off 20 attempts, um, and he wasn't able to find the end zone. So this week will be an even more rough as the Cardinals give up the second fewest points to running backs. Um, so I just don't feel confident you should put your playoff hopes and wishes and dreams in Trey Mason's hands against the Cardinals, personally. Sedmund Bailey... I, he's one of those guys that you know you hate the fact that you are like, oh, he's doing so well, so well. All this hype is around him, and then you actually say, okay, I am going to play him, and then he sucks it. It's the name of the game. So yeah. he yeah. only had two balls for forty-seven yards last week. It's just you can't do it, guys. You cannot
2: possibly put your playoffs in his hands. Don't do it. So, you know you are t- talking about tight ends and uh, Casey Kasem. One of her favorites. Um, she uh, listed, she's in four leagues, and she's owned all of these tight ends. Jimmy Graham, Greg Olson, Dwayne Allen, Dennis Pitta, Michael Rivera, Kobe Fleener, Kyle Rudolph, Jordan Cameron, Zach Ertz, Tim Tim Wright, Jordan Reed, Gilmore, and Owen Daniels. Oh I can't remember Gilmore's first name. Because it's a nightmare out there, people. Casey, it's you're like nightmare. living on the waiver wire. You're living on it. I like it. She, she tweets well, me because you know, I hate tight ends, so she tweets me like every day, being like, I hate them.
0: They're the worst, and <laughs> yeah. I don't blame her for that. Um, nope, that's really that's a good time there. Rocket Casey. Rocket Casey.
1: What? so what is there a question? Does she have a, have a tight end? Who is she sticking with this week?
2: Oh, I think I think she's just gonna, I think she's retired. I tight think she's end. reinforcing, yeah, the yeah probably yeah, gonna just dead. set they're them off. I do have a question, though. I'm going to start this way. Um, so, uh, you're up at Y-U-R-U-P underscore. says, thanks for your help this season. You're welcome. They're 12 and 2. Yay. Yay. Good for you guys. Nice. The question is, Wilson or Flacco? I like Flacco this week a lot.
0: I got him as a must start. I'm into Flacco. I mean, okay. Flacco, Wacko. You know he's kind of unreliable, but I am into him. I'm going for it, Flacco.
1: I have a hard time ever saying Russell
2: Wilson. Um, who are the Seahawks playing? Um, they're playing San Francisco. I think San it's Francisco Russell Wilson. Really
1: bad. Yeah, I'd probably say because
2: they're terrible, and he was really good against them on Thanksgiving. Do you remember Thanksgiving? Part two. He was really is this good Sunday. against them.
1: Yeah, and he's at least consi- he's at least consistent. You get you in the mid-teens, whereas Flacco, I'm not sure I would trust my playoff hope on that. But I don't. But I like
2: both of them this week, and that's yeah. a legitimate question. Which some weeks it's not, so that's kind of cool. Because Joe Flacco is going up against Jacksonville, so. But I don't know, San Francisco.
1: I, I think know. Jacksonville's better than San Francisco. Bold statement
2: of the day. (laughs) Bold (laughs) statement.
1: Offensively,
0: which is even sadder, I would say yes. But defensively, San Francisco can pull out some good defensive games.
2: I mean, so can though, But
0: I'm saying, like you know, San Fran might not win it on the offense, but their 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 defense can get it done. So, um, but you're right. Russell Wilson will come up and play. They they love playing each other. It's a thing. Um, I'm just high on Flacco this week, so.
2: All right. Thanks for the question.
0: Thanks for the question. Good luck. Congratulations. Enjoy playoffs. Let's get to the sunny Sunday morning matchups. Pittsburgh Steelers eight and five. Atlanta Falcons five and seven.
1: Both of my teams. Uh well, clearly, since I'm writing a lot of my fantasy on the Steelers, I'm going to have nothing but good things to say about them. <laughs> <laughs> throw <laughs> that mojo <mug laughs> out there, Ashley. Right, throw throwing it, it out. out. Get good juju for the Steelers. Um, Sean Sweeson, kicker, he's great. He's been great all season. He's kind of been flying under the radar, uh, but take a look at him. Um, Le'Veon Bell, like every week, you're playing this guy. No questions asked. Same with Antonio Brown. You're playing him, too. Done deal. Ben Ben Roethlisberger. You saw what Aaron Rodgers did with the Falcons last week, and Big Ben is just as capable of the same kind of magic and actually outscored Aaron Rodgers last week, even with that game. So Big Ben is a must-play since the Falcons are very generous with their points for quarterbacks. Martavius Bryant, you are a very frustrating man, sir. Right when we thought, eh, I don't know about this guy, you come out and boom, 109 yards off four catches and a touchdown. He's a big play kind of guy, and the Falcons give up big plays, so could be another solid week for him. You know, stick probably to your more tried and true players if you are in a situation where you actually have some really good receivers. Don't go doing something crazy like benching Jordy Nelson for Bryant. Don't do that.
2: Oh, that that's
1: don't do that's that. Insane. But if you're in a situation where you're like, oh, I've got <laughs> Bryant and I've got Andre Johnson, go Bryant. Uh, gut calls Heath Miller. It's not the best matchup for him, but again, like we talked about tight ends, go with the hot hand, and Heath Miller has been doing pretty well the past three weeks. He's averaging 7.7 really points. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's not the best matchup, but Heath, 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 it can't hurt, right? Can't hurt. And not many other tight ends can I boast 7.7 7 points over the last three weeks. So, give him a chance. Yeah. Bench, absolutely nobody. You'll play in the Steelers. Let's move on to the Falcons, who surprisingly showed up. Huh?
2: Whoa, he, they made it a game. They made a game. it a game. They looked game. good. It was fun. It was, it was fun.
1: fun. It was great
0: Monday night game. It was really fun.
1: I, I was a little nervous. Half of the day, like, oh, oh, here comes the blowout. And then they came back, which was great. So Matt Ryan, I've got him. my play him if you got him. Ryan has been as boring as Vanilla Ice Cream till last week
2: mm-hmm. when
1: the Falcons put up, you know, more of a game than we anticipated. Oh, I see
2: what you did there.
1: See what I did there? <laughs> Maddie ice Cream. Ice Cream, Ice I, so I see you're, what you did
2: there. You're welcome,
1: Brandon. You're welcome. <laughs> but he actually well, looked pretty good, guys. That's right. <laughs> By big bucks may we nothing. Anyway, um <laughs> but they had some big plays. And for me, that was the most encouraging part is that it wasn't just all these little dump offs midfield. They actually had some deep balls. They had some good plays. They had some good offensive schemes that actually, you know, came to fruition. Because they've been kind of dealing off a lot of broken plays all season, to be honest with you. So this was exciting, right? And so, to believe it or not, he is the eighth highest scoring quarterback on the season, even while being Mr. Vanilla Flavoring. So you kind of got to play him. And the Steelers' defense give up the eighth most points of quarterbacks. So you can feel okay yeah. about it. You know, And who knows? Maybe he's going to throw down a little cookies and cream flavoring for you this week. Mm.
2: He's,
1: he's hoping. I was going to say Rocky. mint
2: chocolate chip.
1: Ooh. Like I was what? gonna say Rocky Road, and then I was like, "Ooh, that could be a negative connotation." And I was like, "Maybe the little salted mm-hmm. oreo again. salty could be construed the wrong way." The mint chocolate chip, mint chip, mint chocolate I chip. chip. I sure like that. that's
0: that. Ashley's favorite.
1: It's one of my jams. Yeah, it's your it's a favorite
0: too. Mm-hmm. Classic. I like, cookie like the cookie dough.
1: Cookie dough good. I like
0: half baked from Bed and Jerry.
1: If we're gonna be honest, that is delicious. Um, that stuff all right well let's hope that uh matt, <laughs> maddie ice matt ryan is half big this week for you That's what all right for
0: yeah Steve,
1: <laughs> steven jackson i also have him in my playing. if you got him which if you know me you know i don't like steven jackson i'm gonna play but, him this
0: week Ash, against you're you. playing him
1: you are playing him because he's a top 20 back this year which is a little crazy but it's true And, you know, he scored four touchdowns in the last six weeks. And the odds are more in your favor because, again, the Falcons are getting a little bit better. Julio's in the mix. The offense is picking up, which means they're getting towards the red zone. And this is where he's actually going to score and get you some points. So feel good about Steven Jackson. Start him. You're starting Julio Jones. He's back. He's playing great. He had a crazy good game with 259 yards off 11 catches and a touchdown. He was crazy. Top receiver for the week, which is nuts. Um, I will say that he was held out of practice. Along with Roddy, yeah, how's his injury? Due yeah. to injuries, um, but more than likely, from what we're hearing, is that it's kind of more so just like the vet situation and just more precautionary. But definitely, still keep your ears open as to what's going on. Same with Roddy, Wright. Like I said, he was held out as well. I mean, he definitely paled in comparison to Julio's game, but he still had a really good game. Still put up ten points, and the you know, the Steelers secondary is average. So it's actually really possible for both these guys to have good games. Again, check your injury reports. Gut calls, Harry Douglas. Even Douglas was able to get some love from Ryan. Uh, Growny only had two catches for 11 yards and a touchdown. You are only considering him, I will say, if you are in a deep league. Like deep, deep league, and you are praying to the gods for some sort of end zone look. Because otherwise you're going to cry yourself to six. because he's going to give you like one point. So you gotta be, you got to be in a really bad wide receiver situation. Bench, no one. No
0: one, no one. Nope. I'm gonna nominate Steven Jackson for comeback of the year. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. Cincinnati Bengals eight four and one at the Cleveland Browns seven and six. Playing if you got him, AJ Green. Green has had five games over ten fantasy points in the last six weeks since he returned from his injury. You guys, last week he had 15 targets. He can, I mean, come on, 15 targets. I mean, this guy yeah. is like a target That's- machine. He went for 224 yards and a touchdown. Hello. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, this week he faces off against Hayden. So it's not mm-hmm. going to be easy. I don't love that. An easy ride. It's not going to be. But you're not benching Adrian Green. You're not benching. This is the playoff rule, you guys. You're not benching the guys who brought you there unless it's like crazy town, injury, put matchup, whatever, whatever. You just can't expect that many fantasy points. Just can't. So, just temper it. 15 fantasy points is enough. He's going to get you double digits. So, just be okay. With 12 to 15 yeah. fantasy points. He can do it. You're not into it, Brandon? You're saying bench A.J.
2: Green? No, no, no. Of course not. Just nervous. That's all. Hayden's high been, high 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 time.
1: Time. Hayden's been so legit this year, though. I mean, you can sit there and say all you want about Sherman and... There's these a different kind of players, you know, Peterson, sorry, you know. But uh, every single time, Hayden shuts them down.
2: Well, unless every you're time. T.Y. Hilton last week. Down. And all of a sudden, at the end, you'd wear him down, and then you just, like, rock it. I mean, that's what I'm hoping A.J. Green does. I hope that he watches T.Y. Hilton's tape and just rocks it. This is a, a selfish A.J. Green owner. We don't need to pause for it this. Is. We can no, move on. Is. Is. I'm a selfish not. person. It's, but the problem is, I
1: mean, you're not going to not play AJ because you, you don't have another person no, on your not. roster that's got more upside than AJ, right, no, in, That's in right.
0: And if you can, good for you Well drafting. Yeah. Um, but most likely you're not, and you're going to play AJ Green, you guys. <laughs> so moving on. Gut Calls, Jeremy Hill, Giovanni Bernard, both backs had another not great showing last week it was clear that the running back by committee is just not working out in cincinnati it's just not gonna happen so i expect them to choose one or the other and i think it's gonna be hill with the majority of the workload this week you guys i expect him to be the featured back he's been more productive um and you know cleveland's just okay against running so I'm not upset if you guys play Jeremy Hill. I think Giovanni Bernard is no more than a really deep flex option at this point. Mm. So there, there's that for you. Bench warmers, Mohamed Sanu. Uh, oh, I really like Sanu a lot, like a lot. This is the second game in a row with only three targets and fifth game in a row with less than 50 yards. Uh, it's playoff it's people. Problem. We can't be playing somebody just because we like them. It stinks. And Annie Dalton Dalton was fabulous last week with 302 yards and two touchdowns. He also had zero interceptions, which is yeah. bananas for Mr. Dalton. Improvement. Improvement. It's crazy. But with that said, the last time Dalton played Cleveland, I think we all remembered, he got negative points. Yep. So, let's not make that same mistake twice this year, you guys. Dalton mm.
1: must that bench. Can't happen. I have Cam Newton, and Andy Dalton. My right? only two options in the league that you can't pick anyone else up. So <gasps> I need Dalton oh. to do well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, they're like, oh, you okay. lost. You lost before it
2: even started.
0: Sorry. <laughs> Let's get to those Browns.
2: Okay. Well, the note to start is that Brian Hoyer pulled a Kyle Orton and pretty much begged the coaching staff to pull him after three weeks of very, very bad football. So we've supported Hoyer and the coaches all year, almost solely as a response to the ridiculous media frenzy around "quote unquote" Johnny football. But it is time to move on. Better luck with the Jets next year, Brian Hoyer. I you. <laughs> is that the bold statement? He's going to be a Jet. That's my bold statement bold of the day. Statement. Don't make all right. Guess. I think we it's all, all knew
1: that if they lost, they were no longer playoff contention. They would have gone to Manziel. At well, that point, I think they why still not? In playoff why contention.
2: Not? But he's just been playing so poorly. It's outrageous. It's crazy. It's outrageous. So um, they had to. They just had to. Uh, but there is a play him if you got him, and it's Isaiah Crowell. So um, he's questionable with a hip injury. But he was questionable with a hip injury last week, and he was fine. He got 14 carries. Terrence West got 15. Crowell ended up with 54 rushing yards and a touchdown, while West had 54 yards, no touchdown. So, that's, that's been the story of the whole year. Curwell has eight touchdowns on the season. West has three. So, that's why you want Curwell. However, to be fair, the last time they played Cincinnati, that Thursday night game, um, all three of the backs at the time, including Ben Tate, all scored. scored a touchdown. Yep. So, and at that time, West had the best game with 94 yards. So, West is in the gut calls based on the fact that he hasn't had a touchdown recently. Um, And they seem to be favoring him, but West did start last week and did have a better week against Cincinnati um, for the Thursday night game. So something to think about. Josh Gordon, I have him in the play if you got him. He was great his first week back. He caught eight of his 16 targets for 120 yards at Atlanta. At Buffalo, he caught seven of his 13 targets for 75 yards. And that's a tough defense, so it was still respectable. Um, And then last week he caught two of his seven targets for 15 yards versus Indianapolis which was a huge bust. In fact, people were talking about all these other teams, and they didn't really talk about how Josh Gordon screwed a lot of people last week. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so listen, uh, Brian Hoyer was a total failure last week. I have no idea what the chemistry will be like with Johnny Menzel. I can't imagine it being refined, considering they don't even know each other. But, listen, it's worth a chance because um, it's Josh Gordon. I will say, though, the Bengals give up the second-fewest points to wide receivers, and last time that they played, they didn't even have Andrew Hawkins. He was out hurt. They just ran the ball the whole time because they give up the um, uh, fourth-most points to running backs. So all you do is run on them. You don't have to throw. So it's a little risky, but I'm putting him up there. Um, Gut calls. Jordan Cameron, I mean, once again, he caught four of his five targets for 41 yards. Tight ends are terrible. I mean, whatever. It was his first week back since week eight, so why not? Same with Cleveland defense. They dominated Dalton and the Bengals in that Thursday night game. They were dominant against Indianapolis until T.Y. Hilton came alive in the second half of the game. They still had 22 fantasy points, though, so I I still think they're a big start. Bench warmers, I have Johnny Menzel, and I cannot in good conscience tell you to start a rookie quarterback his first game of the season against a team that gives up the seventh-fewest points to quarterbacks during the fantasy football playoffs. I may be wrong on this. I may, but I can't tell you to do that. And no. I, and I mean, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm okay with myself telling you that I'm not telling you that. There we go. And then also on that, Andrew Hawkins is probable with a knee. He sat out against okay. Cincinnati, as I said. Menzel's going to need someone to throw to, and he might be the best option. He might be the most solid kind of Reggie Wayne type. I don't know, but I still... Uh, it's just too risky this week for me. And then Billy Cundiff, same kind of thing with Arizona, but not in a good way. Cundiff's missed four field goals from 44 yards or closer in the last five games. So hmm. Find another kicker because they're close ones.
0: Found another one, guys. All right, yes. we got the Washington Redskins, 3-10, and and the New York Giants, 4-9. and Game of the
2: week.
1: It's going to be so good, <laughs> so good. Oh, who's even going
2: to be playing in this game? There's so many injuries. Well,
1: yeah, but it's a division game, right? So division games always seem to have a little bit more of an oomph to it. Yeah, you know. So I mean, play if you got him. I've got Alfred Morris. Morris got shut down last week, like hard. I'm talking negative yards kind of game. Had he not been for one big play, to put him in the positive, I mean, it was brutal. Luckily, the Giants' line is not as stout, and they give up the 10th most points to running backs. So rest assured, he's going to do better this week. I'm thinking RB2, kind of flex roll, okay? Gut calls. got Deshaun Jackson and Pierre Garçon. Jackson is still listed as questionable with a shin injury and has a 50-50 shot at playing this week against the Giants. Um, if he doesn't play, then Pierre Garçon is someone to consider if you are desperate for a wide receiver.
2: Ugh.
1: I'm talking – I mean, he had nine points last week in a standard league. Oh, yeah, okay. But it's because of injuries, right? (laughs) Well, I mean, at this point, they're like, well, got no one else to throw to. And he may be out there because, again, as we said last week, he should not have been on your team because he was completely useless all season long. But if Deshaun is out, then Pierre is the one to step up, right? So my big issue here is with the uncertainty at the quarterback position, this is still not my favorite situation to put yourself in for the playoffs, right? So – as far as that, we'll get to my bench, which is Colt McCoy. McCoy had a neck injury in you know the game last week against the Rams, but received good news that there was no structural damage. I'm not sure. a doctor, so I don't know what that means, but I'm going to guess that's sure. a good thing.
0: Sounds like a I'm gonna,
1: house. I'm going to say structural damage. <laughs> right? yeah. yeah, structural damage. There was a fire, neck, but it's, it's okay. Positive. There's no yeah.
0: structural damage, people. No I mean, it ruined all your stuff. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're the totally smells going to last forever. Your memories but, are gone. But...
1: <laughs> but that concrete so, slab yeah. is still standing. Yeah. Jeez. Anyway, so McCoy, was, you know, he was able to practice on Wednesday. Granted, it was limited, but more so the issues that Coach Green will not announce who his starter will be for this week against the Giants. So, I do not like indecisiveness. So... Come on, McCoy. Ugh, don't love it. That's it, That's it for uh, the Redskins.
0: No-neck McCoy is better than RG3. Let's get to those Giants, shall we? <laughs> Play him if no you neck got him. Play him if you got him. Odell Beckham Jr., ODB, ODB. Had 15 targets last week. That is four more than his previous target high. He caught 11 of those targets. He's a machine for 130 yards and a touchdown. This guy is crazy town. There's nothing but upside about ODB. He is a must start, you guys. New York Giants defense hey we're going against Washington. doesn't matter who's yeah. quarterback, you guys. It's game on. They give up the second most fantasy points of defenses. I'm into it. You know, the Giants continue this great matchup that they've been having. So, I mean, last week they had eight sacks, two interceptions, a fumble, and a touchdown. I think they can do it again. I'm into it. Gut calls. Rashad Jennings and Andre Williams. Well... Ouch. You know? Ugh. Yeah. I was just right. I mean, we all waited for Rashad's announcement last week. Is he going? Is he not going? He's active, but was he really? Not really. No. Mm. He was active screwing over all of our fantasy teams. I that really
1: wish they had, like, an active with, like, an asterisk next to it, which really just stands for decoy. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. I mean, that's I'm what needs it away to, to, to happen. The other team, But they're going to figure it out. But they could just
2: do it just for fantasy, you know?
0: Oh, it's so... Just, like,
2: ten minutes before your game goes. Yeah. Yeah. Just shoot me an email. Yeah, exactly. You know? Is that so much to ask, Coughlin? Right? I know you're busy, but (laughs) just (laughs) drop me a
0: line. Andre Williams, his backup, on the other hand, had his best game of the season. 24 carries, 131 yards, and a touchdown... Reports out of practice say that Jennings is looking better and that Coach Coughlin seems to be more confident with his ability to carry more plays and to be the workhorse again. So, um, yeah, we'll see. The Redskins go the second fewest fantasy points to running back, so either way, not my favorite. Either one of them, you guys. Really look for a different option this week. I mean it. Like, it could get bad. Um, Larry Donnell falls into gut calls. The man of the hour. The guy of 2014 that I have (sighs) hated covering. Donnell is the most frustrating player ever. I mean, one of. It's (laughs) not true. He's one of. There's several, but he is one of them. Uh, He had his fourth game under four fantasy points in the last five weeks. With only seven targets, he will need to get a touchdown to be worth a start. But it's the Redskins, and they give up the second-most fantasy points to tight ends. So the opposite of running backs, they're actually very, very, very weak against tight ends. He's not my favorite play because he's not my favorite guy. But he might be your best option off the waiver wire, guys, if he's available. Just saying.
1: I mean, the good news is your tight end isn't going to make it or break your fantasy team. We've basically been all rolling with, like, four points in under all season. Unless you got Gronk. He
0: might make your fantasy primarily. team, but he's not going to break your fantasy team. He's not going to lose your tight you. end. That's yeah. right. That's right. Because you cannot expect any more than 2.5 points from your tight end at this point. Right. Uh, I, rank, I ranked him as
2: low as I possibly could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Eli
0: Manning. I'm usually not one to say start Eli, but this week there are hey. worse options. All right. I'm not mad if you need to start him in a deep league. Or if you own Cam Newton, Ashley, you know, maybe Eli's available. Oh, yeah, you can't pick up anybody else. But I'm not one to stream Eli Manning, but this week I say stream him. Pick him up. You guys play him. He's made this connection with ODB. As I said, I think Larry Donnell is going to find the end zone this week, you guys. Eli could have a 300-yard, three-touchdown game against the Redskins. Just saying. It
1: could happen.
0: They give up the most fantasy points to quarterbacks. It's very possible. I'm not upset about it. Also, I haven't got calls, Preston Parker. If you're in deep, deep, deep leagues and you're looking for somebody to get you something, playing against the Redskins, there's worse options than Parker. Ruben Randall's on my bench. He only had one reception off of three targets. It's now his third game with four or less targets. Preston um, has seemed to become the second receiver. So, adios, Randall. Adios. And
2: he's good in daily leagues. Parker? Demo. Yeah, because it's cheap. cheap yeah, cheap.
0: absolutely, cheap, great. Cheap, cheap. Yeah, really cheap. I would think Eli Manning would be cheap too, but. Um, yeah, yeah. Miami Dolphins seven and six at New England Patriots ten and three.
1: These are always really interesting games to me because, like, historically, I always think of the Dolphins as being really bad.
2: Yeah, it's hard it, to get it out of your it's head. It's
1: hard, you know. Like, at least from our generation, they just haven't been good at all. Um, and the Pats are. But for whatever reason, the Patriots kind of struggle a bit against the Dolphins, which is really interesting to me. But even with that said, I have absolutely nobody in my plate if you got them because of this matchup. But I do have some good calls here. So Caleb Sturgis, kicker. Again, we're talking a about kickers. But you know what? Kickers can win yes. your league for you. So there you go. But Sturgis is the 11th highest scoring kicker in the league thus far this year. So depending on the size of your league, he is a must-start. He did have his best week of the season against the Patriots, so that is something to keep in mind if you're looking to stream kickers. Lamar Miller, I also have my gut call section. You'll probably need to play Miller, let's be honest. He had 12 touches for 53 yards last week and no touchdowns, so not great. Uh, But if he can find his way in the end zone, then you've got like an RB1 kind of player on your hands. Again, the problem is the offense is struggling, so they're not getting near the red zone. Instead, we've got RB2 with a very average matchup. So look at your bench and see if you have a player with a slightly better matchup than Lamar Miller because I'm just not loving it. He's going to give you okay numbers if you need him to flex, but let's see if we can try to not have him be one of your running backs you need to depend on. The Dolphins wide receivers, I'm sorry. They're my bench, but when you've got Brian Hartline who <laughs> only averages 2.6 catches a game and is your no one leading... Has Hartline.
2: I'm saying, he's your
1: leading receiver last week. Um, That is a problem. That is a big problem. So, you know, Wallace was only able to snag three of his four targets for 39 yards. He was stopped by a less than impressive Ravens secondary. And sadly, the Patriots secondary is impressive, and they give up the fifth fewest points. So I do not like any of the Dolphins wide receivers I'm also not liking Ryan Tannehill, and I don't like the Dolphins' defense because much like with the Broncos, you do not start defenses against the Broncos. You do not start defenses against the Patriots. Not now that Brady and Gronk and all of them have finally got some good juju going. You don't do it. Right.
0: That's right. All right, you guys. Play him if you got him for the Patriots. Rob Gronkowski. Duh. The only good tight end in the NFL. Congratulations. The title is yours.
2: Did you see a picture of him kissing a kitten, the kitten? on ESPN.com? I Yeah. The other side of Gronk, it's a little much for me. I, I think it. It. it's creepy. So and everybody's I think he's like I think he's This funny. is so
1: great. I think
2: he's You know to be the funny.
1: kitten. But the kitten's not his idea. No, That's I know, great. but it's
2: like it's ESPN. It all be. I can think of I'm not quite of sure is... I haven't seen it. I just kinda of was like, whoa. I like it. Okay,
1: but I all hilarious. I can think of yes. is something like Gronk love kitten. Gronk yeah. love cats. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's all i can think of i love him this year he's so balling he can do whatever he wants, whatever he cats, wants. do whatever he wants yeah. Cats. it's cats for gronk i'm into it. it i like it
0: tom brady is soft. also
2: in the
0: must start category <laughs> food for thought he's isn't my favorite play this week although i am saying to play him brady's had uh excuse me Brady has had only two interceptions in his first eight games, but he's had five interceptions in the last five games. So it's not the direction you want to go. I will say I think he will still get 300 yards plus two touchdowns, but I think he's going to have more than one turnover against the Miami Dolphins defense.
2: Wow.
0: Interesting. I do. Gut calls LeGarrett Blunt. Blunt has been sentenced to 50 hours of community service for his marijuana arrest. So, no worries, yes. you guys. If Blunt gets fined for smoking a Blunt, then it won't be until 2015. So, we're all in the clear for this rest of the season, if you're going to play him, that is. Um, you he go. should have an okay game. You know, he is the main guy back there. It is a Belichick running game, so only you can feel as confident as you want. Um, but he had 20 attempts, which is a positive thing. So, yeah, just saying. Um And let's see here. Julian Edelman, Brandon LaFell, they're both going under gut calls this week. Both of these wide receivers, I would say, are nothing more than wide receiver three, flex receiver. In the last three games, Edelman had three more targets than LaFell in each game. Edelman had an amazing game last week with 141 yards and a touchdown. LaFell had only four receptions for 41 yards and a fumble. But the week before that, LaFell found the end zone twice. So I think that only one of them are going to find the end zone against Miami. My money's on Edelman, but either way, I think neither one of them are more than a flex. Bench warmer Shane Vereen, his time seems to be expired a bit. He only had one attempt to rush Shane for one yard. He did catch three balls for 30 yards, but the job seems to have gone to blunt.
1: Yep. Let's
0: move on to the Jacksonville Jaguars, 2-11 and at the Baltimore
2: Ravens, 8-5. and In sad, sad news breakout kid Denard Robinson was declared out for the season oh. with a mid foot sprain Ugh. it's another blow to the Jacksonville Jaguars Seriously. I actually feel for them I mean how, their whole team has just been gimpy yeah. it's just sad yeah. so bummer but uh, play him if you got him. No one. Uh, Got calls. Marquise Lee and Alan Hearns. So for some reason, Alan Hearns has an out symbol next to him, but I can't find him being out at all anywhere. Hmm. Ignore. He was the only guy who scored a touchdown last week. The week before was Marquise Lee. They're the only two people that are scoring. Um, I think they both got calls, and you you might be able to get both of them cheap. And frankly, um, this is... um, Going to be the best matchup that they have all year because the Ravens give up the absolute most points to wide receivers. They're tied for first. That's insane. So I think that both of them are actually pretty good plays, but they're in gut calls because they're Jaguars. Um, Benchwarmers, Blake Bortles. Good matchup, bad matchup, it doesn't matter. Bortles has thrown at least one interception in every game but one and also losing to Denard Robinson's a blow, so just don't go there. Cecil Shorts, we have him ranked number 54, and I – think we might be generous um since the week 11 bye, he's gone 6 35 and 3 yards not points yards <laughs> and <laughs> zero touchdowns uh-huh. so uh it's for a second jaguars, I where is she
1: going oh oh that's where she oh, was going with
2: it oh yards
1: oh,
2: yards uh, so uh, supposedly the, the jaguars are pretty happy with their young wide receivers and are going to kind of part ways with him he's in a contract year which is unfortunate because he had a lot of injuries but it's the way it is Toby Gerhardt and T- Jordan Todman are going to be filling in for Denard Robinson but they're going to be splitting carries and the Ravens are the opposite against running backs they give up the absolute least points to running backs so you wouldn't want to play anyone from this team anyway so no go Mercedes Lewis last week was his best since being back from injury he caught three of his four targets for 69 yards and that might be good enough for you Maybe so saying his name, and also, don't start Scoby or the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. You're
1: welcome. There you
2: go. You know whose defense you're starting? is the Ravens.
0: Ravens against the Jags because Gernard is mm. no longer. that is not a threat anymore. You're just looking at receivers now, and we, you can beat them, Ravens, you can.
2: Um, I don't know. The Ravens are pretty bad. They are pretty
0: bad, but they can do it. They can do it. Joe Flacco. I'm saying stardom. He's had two games back-to-back with over 20 fantasy points. I'm not mad at that. He's going to have a great, great game against Jacksonville. I'm predicting 300 yards and two touchdowns. Do it. Ooh, ooh. prediction. Mm. Predictions. I like my magic ball. I've been playing with it a lot lately. Well... Justin <laughs> Forsett. <laughs> it's
1: like, that sounded bad. I know, I even got I like my, my magic voice. ball. I've been playing with it a lot recently.
0: I know, I yeah. know,
1: I know, I know. It's just white.
0: Uh, Justin Forsett. <laughs> uh, well, his carries got cut in half last week while he's recovering with a knee injury. All systems are a go, you guys. He's fine. He's healthy enough to be the workhorse that we know him to be. I love him. He's doing it. 13 points this week. Steve Smith Sr. I'm putting him in must-starts. Uh Had two touchdowns in the last three games. I think he's going to see a lot of targets this week, and let me tell you why. On my bench, I have Tory Smith. (gasps) Last Uh week, Tory played through his injury, and we saw just what that got you—a big zero, Brandon. Sorry, really depressing. Still, this week he is yet to practice and will most Mm -hmm. likely be limited once again. So don't do it, you guys. This is playoffs. We can't afford it. Kamar Atkins saw the ball more because of Torrey. But, again, I would not bet on him having another great game. He may. Um, but I'm not in love with no. it, you guys. Not going for it. Um, Is anyone? Yeah. No. So go Steve Smith Sr., Triple S. It's all you this week, guy. I feel it. Uh, let's move on. Oakland Raiders 2-11 and 11 at the Kansas City Chiefs, 7-6. and 6. Oakland Raiders.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we got here, you guys. This is an interesting team here. So glad they won Raiders. last week. Exactly. Congratulations for beating San Francisco 49ers. You deserve it. Very cool. You just proved how bad Kaepernick and Friends
1: are. <laughs> Kaepernick and Friends. Uh <laughs> Sounds like a TV <laughs> show. <laughs> like a cop show or something. It is. Like, it would be the worst show ever. <laughs> yeah. Kaepernick and
2: Friends? It'd be really bad.
0: You like probably just pitched like the pilot right now. Crisscross overalls in the back, you know. I don't know why it's just it's
2: like. The only cool part of the vision. show would be Vernon Davis at his Jamba Juices that he owns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would actually be a great part of the show.
0: Oh man, I'm sure they're all really nice <laughs> people. Um, the oh, Raiders, I'm sure. the play if you got him, Latavius Murray. I'm putting him here, guys. You guys, it is yeah. still it's a little too soon. But I'm into it, okay? Get this guy in your lineup this week. The Chiefs gave up big points to Kerwin Williams last week. And the week before that, guess who they played? Latavius Murray in the Oakland Raiders, where he, too, had a crazy amount. I believe 23 fantasy points. Yeah, yeah. And that's with an injury. He didn't even play the whole game. Um, Murray had 23 carries last week, though, for only 76 yards. Um, but he is still clearly the best thing that Oakland's got going for them right now. They're going to really need to rely on him if they want to beat the Chiefs two times this year. So I'm into him, guys. Play him, play him if you got him. Good calls. Marcel Reese, you guys. There's two running backs now that aren't embarrassing. Um. <laughs> I've <laughs> always liked Marcel Sorry, Reese. Jones. I've never understood. Yeah, Reese Jones bad, and you guys are great guys, but time has come. Reese um, was the most productive back in Oakland last week. Week I can't believe it. I haven't even talked about him at all this year, but he had seven catches for 64 yards and a touchdown. In PPR League's guys, he had 19 fantasy points. Amazing. No one Atta owns boy. this guy. I mean, like, literally, you guys, nobody owns him. Pick him up and play him against the beatable Kansas City Chiefs rush defense. You can do it. You Gold. I like Bold. it. Gut calls Michael Rivera. They're going to need him if they want to win, you guys. He had seven targets for 109 yards and a touchdown last week. As I said, he's going to have to be a big part of this offense if they want to beat Kansas City Chiefs twice in in three weeks. So um, tight ends are risky. We all know that. Bench warmers, James Jones, Andre Holmes, Derek Carr. Don't have anybody that throws the ball or catches it because that is a waste of your time. Go Chiefs.
1: Go Chiefs. Well, this will be quick because, as Corny says, they're very beatable. So, uh, Jamal Charles, you're playing him, obviously. You know this. He's the fourth-highest-scoring running back last week with 91 yards off 10 rushes and a touchdown. He's the sixth-highest-scoring running back of the season. Charles is questionable, I will say, and is suffering from a swollen knee, but he should play on Sunday. The Raiders are horrible at stopping the run, so he should, you know, be a little playground for Charles, what's going to be happening here. Gut calls, Travis Kelsey. I pretty much can't put any tight end into a play if you got him category, but Kelsey is as close this week as it comes. Right, the Raiders are subpar holding tight ends at bay, and Kelsey had a nice week last week. He had 110 yards off seven catches. So he's every is
2: time as... I start him, he doesn't get points. Yes, sure. This sorry. is this is it's as science. close
1: as it gets to a <laughs> play if you got him. But I cannot, in good faith, tell you that there is any tight end that is a must start. I just can't. Oh. I just can't. Um. Yeah, and then as hard as the bench. This is my, this is my favorite write-up to do because it literally takes me two seconds to write Jamal Charles or Bust. That's really what yeah. I should just say for all of them. So there's virtually no yeah. fantasy option on this team other than Jamal Charles and Travis Kelsey is a possibility depending if he decides to show up that day. So everyone else on the bench.
0: It's my favorite. I love. I love it. They're so close to being yeah. noticeable, but not yet.
1: Not Houston yet. Texans seven and six at Indianapolis Colts nine and four. Yeah, so Texans playing if you got him, Arian Foster. You might be a bit nervous that he didn't practice Wednesday, but he also didn't practice Wednesday of last week and came out and was the eighth highest scoring running back. So, you know, he scored a touchdown. He had one hundred twenty seven yards off twenty four touches. He was the fifth highest scoring back for this. You know, it's. You would be nuts not to play him. As long as he steps foot on the field, it is fine. Him being held out, this was purely like a vet maintenance kind of holdout. Fret not, he's going to be playing. Gut calls, the Houston yep. receivers, DeAndre Hopkins, didn't have the kind of week that we're used to, and Andre Johnson uh. was, you know, sad as usual, <laughs> you know. So, you know, my here's my big issue is that they ran the ball a lot last week, right? And they might do the same this week because as Arian Foster – has a much nicer matchup than the receivers do. The Colts give up the 7th most points to running backs, whereas they, you know, they give up the 4th fewest points to receivers. So I think this is going to be very much a foster kind of day. Bench, of Ryan, it is. Ryan Fitzpatrick. It was fun, Fitzy, written for you for a little bit there. Um, we just can't do it this week. It's not a great matchup for you. Um, and you didn't do great earlier when you played the Colts, so expect the same kind of mediocrity. Oh,
0: yeah. Done. Colts, play him if you got him. Andrew Luck. 10th game, over 20 fantasy points. He's also tied with Eli Manning for interceptions, Brandon. Um, Watching the Colts' first half of the game is not always the most enjoyable thing. I do suggest watching Red Zone or whatever your cable provider (laughs) gives you uh, because it's not fun. (laughs) Don't check your points with Mr. Luck until right around halfway through the second quarter because he will get it done. He threw for 294 yards and two touchdowns. Um, You know what? It's just it's a fine. Luck's fine, you guys. He's the best. Top 10 quarterback this week. Must start. T.Y. Hilton. Hilton had 19 targets last week. That is
1: crazy. Crazy.
0: Yeah.
1: I wonder why he
0: is heading to the game with 150 yards and two touchdowns. It's crazy good. Crazy. They have a bromance going on. I'm into it. I love it. Must start. Kobe Fleener. At this point, no one is really relying on their tight end to be a big part of their fantasy win, as we've all kind of already said. Unless you own Gronk, of course. So, Fleener's numbers are fine. You're going to start him. It's good. You know, six fantasy points is totally legit. And in PPR leagues, you guys, there is absolutely no doubt you're starting this guy. So, let's just get over it. Kobe Fleener. It's a great name. Uh, Gut calls. (laughs) (laughs) It does. I just every time. It's like Fleener. 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 It's my favorite. Um, Daniel Heron. Okay. He falls to a low end running back too, you guys. He only rushed for 26 yards. He did have Ugh. four catches for 45 yards. But, I mean, so he's being used in different ways, but not being used in more ways. Like, in, like, more use. I don't know how I'm saying this. Additional use? Work- yes. <laughs> yeah. It, you know. He's multi-purpose, but you just don't use him that much like, it's just, you know, it's, there not, it's, it's a be more robust situation for the man. Um, so I would say try to look elsewhere for your running back to you guys this week. Reggie Wayne and Dante Moncrief, this one is tough. Uh, Reggie's listed as questionable, but most likely will play. Um, he was targeted eight times last week, but he was only able to catch one of those for five yards. Moncrief has seen four targets in the last three weeks for four points, 26 points, and then three fantasy points. Tough, you guys. The worst part of it is you add on the Texans give up the second most fantasy points to wide receivers. So it's like, how do you not start them?
2: Yeah. How do you not? I would start Moncrief for sure. That's what I think he's actually going to be a good Go pickup next year. So I
0: would for sure start Moncrief as your wide receiver three flex. No questions Wayne. asked. And Reggie, I mean, if he's looking really healthy come Friday, I'm okay with you starting him as your flex as well. But I like Moncrief over Reggie Wayne this week. And Bench, it's Trent Richardson, because that's where you are, my friends. Sad. He does not Bad get back. Bears. Yeah, he does not get comeback of the year. Green Bay Packers, nine and three at the Buffalo Bills, seven and six.
2: Great. So play him if you got him. Aaron Rodgers, number one ranked quarterback. Period. Uh, Eddie Lacy, number seven-ranked running back, but he's questionable with a hip, and we're getting a ton of Twitter questions about this. So Lacy did practice on a limited basis on Wednesday, um, and it seems like his Week 14 late-game removal was more precautionary, and they thought that they had the game in the bag, and then, of course, Atlanta came back. But, right. you know, let us I, I think he's going to play this week. Um, yes, I do think if you are an Eddie Lacy owner, you should get insurance with James Starks, but I don't think Starks is someone that you can play if – Uh, lacy is playing i don't think he'll get enough snaps to make that a relevant no not play whatsoever um and also buffalo is really good against the run they give up the sixth fewest points to running backs so really eddie lacy is the only option there they also give up the 10th fewest points to wide receivers but jordy nelson and randall cobb you're gonna do it and don't worry about cobb's lackluster performance last week he caught four out of his five targets for 58 yards. Nelson was simply just dominating downfield, the downfield coverage, and he was just getting covered in the slot. They didn't want to force it to him, but this week they're going to have to mix it up, so he'll be well, back.
1: And Lacey was used it. in the air too, more than usual. Absol- so.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, he caught five of his nine targets for 33 yards and a touchdown. That's Eddie Lacey. Lacey, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's pretty nuts what happened last week. I wouldn't freak out about it. Randall Cobb's been a touchdown and a PPR and a yard, you name it, monster all year. You're going to be fine. However, I did win my game because he did poorly, so thank you, Randall Cobb. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you for your timing sir
2: yes thank you I appreciate you the only guy called is James Starks I'm going to put Dante Adams, or Adams on the bench last week uh, first of all he's probable with heel last week we thought oh well maybe he could be good because he's good at home and he wasn't great he only caught one of his four targets for six yards which is bad and we never suggest starting him on the, on the road so don't do it and then Andrew Corliss tough tough matchup so Um, Buffalo gives up the absolute fewest of tight ends, and he's always a three-point guy anyway. Um, And I wouldn't play Green Bay's defense, to be frank, Um, as we could tell from Atlanta. Bills, play him if you got him. I'm going to say Fred Jackson. Once again, Fred Jackson's like the play him if you got him flex guy, so I'm going to be a little bit lower on that. But, you know, listen, he's getting a ton of touches. He had eight carries last week against the Broncos for 35 yards, and he caught 10 passes. He caught 10 passes for 37 yards. It was only 37 yards, so it's only PPR where you would have been, like, banking, but it's, you know, it's going to be better against Green Bay for sure because Denver's defense is actually pretty legit. Speaking of, Sammy Watkins did well against the Denver defense, too. He caught 7 of 12 targets for 127 yards. He did lose a fumble. He's a rookie. It was his first catch of the game. So uh, he bounced back and he had a decent game. So
1: I was at the game and I played Sammy in a different league. And I kept trying to, like, congratulate myself. And nobody was high-fiving me. Like no one. I'm like, come on, I know someone around here plays fantasy.
2: Somebody do plays. Somebody
1: plays. <laughs> and, like, Worst one random guy looked ever. at me and kind of, like, winked at me. and was like, so he always turned around and gave me a look whenever Sammy got a catch. And I was like, yeah, you're rude for me. Yeah.
2: You're like, we got this game. It'll be fine. Um, Got calls, though, Kyle Orton. I was going to say, if you're in a Cam Newton situation and you can pick someone up, um, he's thrown two interceptions in each of his last two games, but last week he threw for 355 yards and a touchdown and even ran in a touchdown. I don't love him, but you might be in a situation and – Green Bay gives up the 13th most points quarterbacks. Robert Woods and Chris Hogan. I know no one respects Chris Hogan, but I'm telling you, they're cheap for daily. They're going to get a ton of catches. Do it.
0: Those By nobody, you mean me because I never ranked him, and I ranked him this week, Brandon Mary. You today.
2: did. I was going to say thank you. You ranked him 71. <laughs>
1: You're welcome. But, three, uh, bone.
2: <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then tight ends are terrible. Um, but last week Scott Chandler went eight for eleven for eighty one yards. God, so he was PCR used
1: a lot entirely. last week. Yeah. A lot.
2: Yeah. Everyone
0: good. else is on the bench. Benching. Like it. Let's move to those afternoon games. Tampa Bay Buccaneers two and eleven at the Carolina Panthers for eight and one.
1: Yeah, so I've got Mike Evans in the plan if you got him. And even I'm torn on this. Even I am torn as to whether he's a gut call or a play if you got him. But you know, last, week, last week was an interesting game in which Vincent Jackson was targeted more and had more catches and yards, whereas Evans only had four catches for 45 yards, but two of those catches were for touchdowns. So yeah. he he is the target in the end zone, which makes him more valuable. So this is why I employed him in the play if he got him, because while he's not necessarily in the yards at the moment, he is – who they're looking at in the end zone. So, I mean, it's easy points there. Gut calls, Vincent, Vincent was Jackson. great on my bench. You, yeah, well, yeah. So, I have him as yeah. a gut call because, you know, he finally had a decent week against a team that, he, quite honestly, he should have been shut down by. I know. He had 10 catches for 159 yards last week against the Lions, who are, is a really good defense. He should have a decent week based on numbers with the Panthers because they give up the 11th most fantasy points, but that will probably mean that he will zero out on you. Consistency yep. hasn't been the name of the game from him this year. So numbers-wise, he should do well, but I'm telling you, buyer beware. I, think I like
0: Vincent this week. I think they're going to focus on um, Evans, and I think Vincent's going to get open. Touchdown, 40 yards.
2: I think the name of the show is just "This Was My Pain." <laughs> <laughs> I like <laughs> Vincent in a wide receiver
1: three league or as a flex. I do not like him for you to depend upon as a wide receiver personally. As you know, a wide receiver one, wide receiver two. So I agree. I think I think they are teaming up on Evans more so, and that is what's opening up Jackson a bit. And I think Jackson and McCown are finally finding a little bit of chemistry, but. Uh, playoffs playoffs i just don't know i don't know if i could count on Vincent jackson (laughs) i'm just just saying Mm -hmm. bench i've got all the tampa bay running back crew seriously you know better you know better and then bench josh mccown mccown is allegedly going to remain the starter quarterback even though they were eliminated from playoff contention last week this is not fantasy relevant to you as you are not playing mccown but it is relevant to you, as very well might be playing one or two of his receivers. So that's the only reason i am even mentioning the count. That's it. That's it. That's it.
0: That's all she wrote. Well, sad news. Out of Carolina, we're going to start off with the bench this week, you guys. Cam mm. Newton got in a car accident on his way to practice.
1: Yeah.
0: Ew, if you see the pictures of his truck, it's bad. He flipped over four times, reportedly. Um, suffered the same injury that Romo suffered, but I'll tell you, you guys, Romo got kicked in the back. Newton got in a car accident. You often don't see the effects of a car accident until days after. Yeah. Whether that's whiplash, soreness, whatever. Um, I just I can't believe he
2: was—he's as okay as he is.
0: is. Oh my God, he is super shocking.
2: I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, he is Superman. I mean, yeah, I mean. Get well soon, buddy. Get well Whoa.
0: soon. Um, you know, thank God for fantasy owners. Cam Newton had a hot and cold season, so most of us don't own him anyways. But, you know, um, it is sad, and it is going to possibly affect the rest of the team that we do own. Calvin Benjamin, Greg Olsen. I still have both of them as must-starts. Derek Anderson will be taking the role of the quarterback. Um, and, you guys, you know, it's perfect because the game that Derek Anderson played this year was game one against the Bucks. So it's yeah. kind of – And he did well. And he did well. Yeah. He got 18 fantasy points. The other guys did well. So this is a great game, actually, for him to have to come in to replace them for us as analysts to kind of predict – The future, which today seems to be my day. It's week fifteen, and I can say what I want. Calvin Benjamin's a must-start. They give up the fifth most fantasy points to wide receivers. He had 15 fantasy points the first time they played. We're playing him, you guys. I know he's been a little cold lately, but gotta gotta play the guys who brought you here. Greg olson 13 points last week, 72 yards and a touchdown. I take that. He had 14 points in week one against Tampa Bay. This is a no-brainer. Greg Olson is a must-start. Jonathan Stewart, woohoo! 21 fantasy points last week. I never thought I would say that. It's awesome. D'Angelo Williams might be playing this week, but I think even if he does, Stewart's going to be the workhorse for Carolina. They're going to roll with him. He's obviously shown that he can do it when you just have to rely on him. Um, Tampa Bay is weak against Rush. I'm into it. That's my Carolina coverage. Good luck, Cam. We love you. New York Jets, 2-11, and and Tennessee Titans, 2-11. <gasps> Second, Game of the Week. The Week.
1: Can I game ask you a quick week. question, Courtney, though, about Jonathan Stewart? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Let's do it. So, Francisco Rice from Facebook has presented us his lineup. He's got a very tough matchup this week. And his players that he's starting are Matthew Stafford, Jamal Charles, Trey Mason, Jeremy Macklin, Odell Beckham Jr., Rob Gronkowski, and DeAndre Hopkins. Now, he does have Jonathan Stewart on his bench. Do we feel better about Jonathan Stewart than we do Trey Mason this week?
0: Yes. Play Jonathan Stewart.
1: Brandon. I'm going to agree with that, yeah. I'm also going to agree with that. And he does have, as his receivers on his bench, Doug Baldwin, Deshaun Jackson, Steve Smith Sr., and Kenny Stills. I'm tempted to tell to say steve smith senior should replace deandre hopkins no you don't think so Since no jacksonville steve
0: smith, i mean it's totally possible that steve smith senior could have blow up game and it also could be possible that some other kid that plays receiver that we've never even heard of will get 20 fantasy points because steve smith senior is very hot and cold and um with Tory out, I mean, that's really the only person that they have to cover. So I'm not – I don't know. I don't know. Who, I don't know. I mean, you guys know more about Hopkins. What do you guys
1: think? I'm just nervous going to be all rush, all, all rush for the Texans this week.
2: It's true. Yeah, It's true. That's very true. I feel like they're like like a flip of a coin, and whoever is on your bench will do better. Yeah, it's true.
1: That's <laughs> true. true. I, I wouldn't I would play Doug Baldwin in his place. Deshaun is hurt. May play, may not. Kenny Stills is intriguing against Chicago.
0: Yep. I'm not like against Kenny Stills at all.
1: You what?
0: I'm not against Kenny Stills at all.
1: Well... Those are some of our thoughts for you, Francisco. Hopefully that helps you somewhat. For sure let's switch a Stewart and now for Mason and move on to let's move on to the
2: Jets. Move on to the Jets. I this. noticed Well, I noticed there were no Jets on his on the Francisco's.
1: Yeah, he did, he did That's some weird. good drafting. Um, yeah.
2: Um okay, so the Jets, keep it simple. Crisscross. Cross, we have them ranked really high. Uh, you like I don't that? know why, because Tennessee like gives up the I I d I don't, but I'm I'm gonna stand behind it. They're both probable, just keep your eye on the injury report, but T- Tennessee gives at the second most points to running backs, and it seems like you can start them, but they split the carries, literally. They have 15 to 17 touches each per game. You don't know which one's going to break out. I can't tell you, and I'm not even going to try. Neither involved in the passing game whatsoever, so um, if you're in PPR league, I don't know. It's tough, but, you know, so is fantasy football, so there you go. Got calls. Percy Harvin is doubtful with an ankle. Uh, of course, he has his best game of the year. was like 6 of 9 yeah. for 124 yards and a touchdown. Ouch. Supposedly it's a low ankle sprain, though, and the x-rays are negative, whatever that means. But still, I, I don't know if I would depend on that. Eric Decker, probably with a toe because he's also always hurt. Had a nice game at Minnesota as well, his alma mater gophers um he went uh six of eight for 89 yards Tennessee gives up the 14th most points to wide receivers um but you know it's all up to Geno Smith which speaking of our bench we have Geno Smith and everyone else very good very good good coverage good coverage yeah I thought I put in some effort there
1: the Titans are a very similar situation Brandon. nice play me if you got him none gut calls none they're all on the bench. All of them. Tennessee Titan wide receivers, you have a complete mess on your hands. This whole core is injured. Wright is injured hand. Hunter's on IR. They're all inconsistent. Hagan had the most points, but do you really want to risk your entire league on Derek Hagan? Didn't think so. Tennessee Titans quarterbacks. Mettenberger suffered another shoulder injury. And you don't want to ride your stellar fantasy season on Locker,
2: now do you? Nope. Do you think Locker could come out though and have a Fitzy return game? Like you benched me and now I'm getting 20 points.
0: No, I ranked him a
2: little higher because I thought that was a possibility. It could, I mean, it could be a little bit, but not fitzy. Ah, a little bit.
0: I mean, fitzy,
1: it's, not, was it's a not six touchdowns. He won't be Fitzy. I think it he won't could, be that. He could have a decent game. But my the issue, Jets
2: are pretty bad at their secondary.
1: My issue is that are you willing to risk fantasy on Jake Locker, a guy that hasn't no. played? No. Now, if you do daily. If, Daily, maybe if you can get him low, again, look what other, what other options are. And if you're in a Cam Newton situation, it isn't the worst matchup. But, again, his receivers are out. He's got Nate Washington and Hagen. These are his options. You've got Delaney Walker, who hasn't done much in weeks. And then you've got a really bad running back situation as well. There's just not a whole <laughs> lot of talent on this team.
0: Oh, it's so bad. It's like, you know, there's like no – there's like – Oh, it's, there's no offense for either one of these teams. The defenses are so bad that it couldn't be a good game for the offensive players. I
1: don't know. It's That's the bad. thing. They're, they're both bad. so bad. No one knows what's gonna happen with yeah, this game. Yeah, it could
0: be. It's a weird yeah. game. It's a weird. It could be up. a fantasy
1: orgy, or it could be like three and six is the final score for this game.
0: Well, let's get done be- talking about the bad teams. Let's move on to some good teams. <laughs> Denver Broncos 10-3, okay. and 3, the San Diego Chargers 8-5. and 5. This will be the game of the week. Maybe I not.
1: hope so. I hope so. I hope so. Probably not in
0: fantasy, but here we go.
1: So I don't want you to freak out about C.J. Anderson. But C.J. Anderson was hell out of practice on Wednesday. He left the game last week, but he came back, you know, and is said that his ankle injury shouldn't be so serious as to prevent him from playing this week. So don't freak out. The Chargers give up the 12th fewest points to opposing running backs, but Anderson has been plowing through every line he's come in contact with. So don't freak out. But I will say it wouldn't hurt to pick up Jawan Thompson as a handcuff, just in case. Think about it. Demarius Thomas. Yeah, don't freak out. Don't freak out. But, <laughs> but no, you know, Jawan Ju- Thompson had a decent game last week. And I think CJ's going to play. But I'm just saying at this point in time with the playoffs, play it smart. Play it smart. Just pick up a little insurance. A little insurance plan. Uh, Demaryius Thomas, his ankle did not practice on Wednesday, but it's been said that it's kind of more of a rest situation that he should, you know, be fine to go. Um, I'm thinking, look for a bounce back week. Manuel Sanders, You can't bench top 10 receivers. You just can't do it. I know the past tech has been struggling a little bit as of recently, but I think this week they're, you know, the deep ball is going to make a return. I really do. The charter secondary is middle of the pack. So that, you know, the offensive kind of dominance we were seeing at the beginning of the season, I think that's right around the corner. Peyton Manning. Well, I called it. I got mocked. And I'm like, I'm the only person saying to possibly bench him. And then he got two points. Amazing. Ouch. Ouch. I don't like that I was right. Was but I, you know, when I said you should send the recorder back, but you know. Uh, I do think that he's going to come back this week. I'm going to tell you why. I think the loss of Julius Thomas has been bigger than most people want to admit. But the Manning slump has been pretty much during the exact same time period that Julius Thomas has been gone. Of course. you know. Of
2: course. So Thomas is (sighs) expected to be back, and so will Peyton. Don't freak out. Oh, I thought he was back last week. Oh, he ruined my life? Never mind. Yeah. You know, it's it's a classic, he's active, yet we're not going to play him situation. I don't understand that. It's
1: brutal. But anyway, Peyton's going to be back. Don't freak out. Thomas is back. The juju is going to be good. We're fine. Uh, Connor Barth. Depending on if you are Robbie Gold owner or if your kicker is struggling, you should consider Barth. He's only a couple weeks in, so, many, so you're probably going to forget about him, but he's actually a viable option this week. This and Julius a Thomas. He's a he's a gut call, by the way. It could be a field goal <coughs> game. And I've got Julius Thomas also in my gut call section. If you're frustrated with Julius, get in line. His game time decision has really messed up your lineups leading up to the playoffs, and we are so sorry about that. Cannot be helped. But the good news is that he did practice on Wednesday, so that is a very good sign. He's expected to play and he's expected to be a big part of the offense. So bench, Broncos defense, Chargers give up the fifteenth fewest points. This is gonna be a shoot 'em out kind of game. It's gonna be good. Don't don't play them.
2: Yeah, did you hear when Chris Collinsworth was like, you know, Virgil Green and uh, you know, Jacob Tammy they're doing a really good job at blocking. I mean, maybe Julius Thomas won't get as much playing time when he comes back. <laughs> That's
1: crazy talk.
2: I mean... I, I just was like, Chris Collinsworth, don't be concerned, oh, okay? God I
1: mean, God. I love Chris Collinsworth. I love Chris Collinsworth, but that's it's crazy talk. It's the
2: craziest thing he's ever said. That, uh, maybe not the craziest thing. Julius'
1: presence alone on the field is something that's been missed. The fact that you
2: don't... You know, no one's scared of Tammy. That's irrational.
1: No one's scared of Virgil Green. <laughs> Come on, Virgil now.
2: Green's a great blocker. He's doing a great job for our team. I have nothing bad to say about him. I'm just saying... We take Julius back with open arms. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Um, speaking of open arms and tons of children, which, by the way, I, I do SiriusXM, and they, um, they were like, did you know he has like eight kids? I was like, yeah, he must have like a van. I was like, it... not everyone <laughs> knows about this, you guys. How do people not it? know
1: about this? It's like, the, like one of the few redeeming qualities of him. It's like, oh, yeah, he's got like a whole little football A team. gaggle. Yeah, yeah he and he like sits there and throws <laughs> the ball with his girls, and he's like, "Yeah, what? They're all going to learn to play, okay. okay? Yep, of
2: course they are, and they're probably all going to play well against the Broncos, which is why we ranked him number nine, even though he's kind of been a little up and down. Um, he does play well against the Broncos,
1: and, it's and December.
2: um." It's December, and the talent's there, so we're going to give him high marks. They give up the sixth most points to quarterbacks. It is what it is. Ryan Matthews also, he's questionable with a right ankle slash leg. His health is always a problem, you guys. It's always. Always a problem. Always Last problem. week, Donald Brown was actually the highest-scoring running back, but Matthew's injury came before the end of the first half. He kind of sat out the second half. He ran it two more times, but not really. If he's healthy, great. And if not, uh But the Broncos gave up the fifth-fewest points to running backs, so I'm not going to tell you to start Brandon Oliver or Donald Brown either. Just stay away. Um, Keenan Allen, okay. Is there a Wilson on Rivas Island? Seriously. Like, do, does, does someone, like, draw a face on a ball and just, like – to something because they're so lonely wow i hope so he caught two of his three targets for three yards that's just crazy <laughs> that's awesome. i mean he goes up against chris harris this week from the broncos but who's yeah. no slouch
1: chris harris no, no slouch
2: No slouch. so i don't know um antonio gates we haven't ranked number three because in ppr formats you know let's be honest it's tight ends you have to start antonio gates and um, Ladarius Green is out with a concussion, so he's not going to be taking the two or three targets that he normally takes, and uh, hopefully he gets well soon. Um, But, yeah, so the Broncos are the weakest against tight ends, so look for some work there. Also, Nick Novak, just a reminder, he's there. Kickers matter. Uh, Got calls, Malcolm Floyd. Broncos give up the 11th fewest points to wide receivers, but if they choose to shut down Keenan Allen – Floyd is going to get work, and last be week open. he was the number one scorer on the team. Period. Yeah. And um, he got three of the six targets for fifty-four yards and a touchdown. And I think that'll be about his line this week, and that's a pretty decent flex. Sure. So yeah, why not? Everyone else on the bench, including their defense. from Minnesota Vikings six and seven
0: against the Detroit Lions nine and four. Vikings, Vikings.
2: I picked up Charles Johnson in all of my leagues.
0: No, because I have him in our family league. Yeah, that's true. It's like corny. Well, I don't count and what that did one. Did I say because last week tragedy. he was going to have his biggest game of the of the year? And sure enough, he did. He would have had even a bigger Boom. game if he didn't fumble on the one yard line. But he was counting. That was the thing. Uh, yeah. Sixteen fantasy points is nothing to be upset about. Unfortunately, Detroit is something to be upset about. <sighs> yep, their defense is legit. Seventh fewest fantasy points, yep. but they have been giving up. More points lately to wide receivers. So I am still okay with Charles Johnson. I have him on our gut calls instead of playing if you got him. But I'm still okay if you need to play him. I'm also okay if you need to play with Minnesota's defense. Another double-digit performance last week. And, no, this is not going to be easy. But the Vikings' defense is looking good. And sometimes you just need to play the hot hand. They
1: are looking good, aren't this. they? Yeah,
0: they are. They're just looking yeah. good. They seem to be yeah. in the right place at the right time, and that's all you need. Um... And that's it, you guys. The Minnesota Vikings is tough. Benchformers, Matt Asiata and Ben Tate. Asiata ran 19 times, but was only able to get 54 yards. Tate barely used again. But Zimmer says he wants to get Tate more carries, so I don't know what that means. I know that Detroit gives up the fourth fewest points to running backs, so that ain't good. Kyle Rudolph, yeah, I, have, I played you last week. Bleep! What I want to say about you. I'm um, on the bench, Teddy Bridgewater. Sorry, you're on the bench after a very nice performance with 19 fantasy points. But it's Detroit. It's the Lions.
1: Indeed. Indeed. With that said, like Courtney says, you're playing the Lions defense. <laughs> yep. Certainly. And their fourth-highest-scoring defense overall, their fourth-highest-scoring defense last week against the Bucks. And the Vikings, you know, give up the 10th most points of defenses. So you, that's a must-play right there. You're obviously playing Calvin Johnson, obviously. Joyke Bell, you have really lucked out this year, I want to say, with Joyke Bell. Because you were looking at the usual running back by committee situation, but Reggie Bush has been sidelined, like, the whole season, essentially. And Bell has done fantastic. He's the third-highest-scoring running back last week with 18 carries for 83 yards and a touchdown. And the Vikings gave up the ninth-most points to opposing backfields. So he should have a great day. Feel good about him. Gut calls. I got Matthew Stafford in my gut call section. He's now had two good weeks in a row. And Mm -hmm. it seemed to finally find his groove with Johnson back. Minnesota actually does a good job at stifling quarterbacks. So depending on who your other quarterback situation is, two-quarterback kind of league, he might be worth the thought, but... Again, like Courtney said, Minnesota D, they're like picking up steam right now. So They're good. Definitely got call situation. Golden Tate. I am sorry guys. Golden Tate got you to the playoffs, but since Megatron has been back, he has just been, you know
2: mm. n- Whoa.
1: Yeah, I mean it's Megatron mania right now. I mean he they're not even looking at Tate unless they absolutely have to because they can't remotely possibly feed Johnson in the tiniest sliver of an opening the ball. And then maybe they would think about throwing
2: a Golden Tate at this point. It's not pretty. Do you think that Golden Tate and Muhammad Sanu have That's what I was going to say,
0: Brandon, is those two are the most underused players in the NFL. If they could be used like the Broncos use their receivers, then yep. Cincinnati and Detroit would be crazy, crazy good.
1: Crazy, yeah. Why they haven't figured out a better one-two punch with those two? Because Sanu is crazy talented. Golden Tate has proven that he can be talented on the team this year. Like, it's just, I think what the issue is because both of the two-star receivers on that team were incorporated from the beginning. So I think it's really honestly a chemistry juju thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because they haven't been able to figure out how to really kind of incorporate the offense with both of them. They both are running offices with essentially one stud receiver, then the other guy comes back. Now they're like, what do we do now? Figure it out. Figure it out for next year. Bench, Joseph Faria, You you haven't started a Lions tight end all season. Let's be, But in case you were curious, he's placed on IR with an ankle injury. So you're still not playing him, and now you really can't. That's Who's on IR? Joseph Faria, the tight end. Oh, he is? Oh, yeah.
0: sad. Mm-hmm. No more fun dances in the end zone. Mm-hmm. All yeah.
2: right, we got the San Francisco 49ers, 7 and 6, of the Seattle Seahawks, 9 and 4. So finally, everyone caught up to the fact that San Francisco is an offensive wasteland. I mean. Horrible. Big changes are coming. But until then, ugh. And you know what? I've been saying that they've been like this all year. And I only got text messages yesterday from friends being like, hey, can you believe it? Oakland's going to beat San Francisco. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yeah I can believe I it. I cover them. And it's <laughs> the saddest thing I've done in a long time. It's totally painful. And yet, it makes me happy. It's, wow wow I feel um, bad for
1: Anquan Bolden because I do love Anquan Bolden
2: yeah well I feel bad for the team I feel like there's just it's really lost it's a wasteland as I said just offensive wasteland um it's a rematch from Thanksgiving we saw what happened I don't think too much is going to change in fact in fact it might be worse because they're in Seattle so sorry to everyone therefore San Francisco play them if you got them none gut calls I don't, I don't want to take like too much of an issue here, but we have Frank Gore at 33 and Carlos Hyde at 45. Technically, that makes them not starters. I still feel like this is too high. Um, <laughs> in fact, Bruce Miller was the running back with a touchdown last week. Bruce Miller, you say? <laughs> yes. Um, on that note, uh, Gore only carried the ball 12 times for 63 yards, and this week they go back up against uh, Seattle... I just, I I I just I have, to have
1: to a hard say. time not ranking. I mean, there's a starter, right? So it's like, he's still out of the starting lineup, but I can't rig a third-string running back above Frank Gore. I mean, I could, I understand
2: that, but, but I will say <laughs> that last time, Gore rushed for 28 yards
1: Brutal. Seattle. It's brutal.
2: And Carlos Hyde rushed for 19. So so there's that.
0: There
2: you Ballin. go. And Quan Bolden held to three of five for 18 yards the last time that they met last week he was four of nine for 54 yards he's not the problem but sadly you just can't play him unless you're in a super duper crazy deep ppr league and uh everyone else is on the bench and i'm saying especially colin kaepernick and vernon davis i just want to point out again he hasn't scored since week one and he hasn't gone over 30 yards since week two
1: Mm. so
2: sad Seahawks. Oh, I was going to say, oh, we're on to the Seahawks. Oh, yeah, I cover them too. This is really easy. Russell Wilson, fallen per usual, another 48 yards rushing and a rushing touchdown. This guy is consistent. Marshawn Lynch, always. He lost a fumble last week, but who cares? Stephen Hauschka, the man. The man. Seattle the defense. The mystery.
1: The must-start.
2: Right? Stephen Hauschka is one of my favorites. Seattle defense, coming back strong at the end of the year, playing against San Francisco, go for it. Got calls. I'm going to give you Doug Baldwin just because I'm feeling generous today. Um, he can't seem to string two good games together, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. he had a good game last week, so it doesn't look good for this week. But you, I just don't think they'll need him. But he was last week five for seven of seven for 97 yards and a touchdown, one of his better games. Um, and then bench warmers is everyone else. Everyone else. Sunday Are we concerned
1: of a blowout football. situation and people being benched?
2: No. no, because the only people you're playing are Russell Wilson and Marshawn Lynch, and they'll get enough.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: Before they get benched, no matter what.
1: Yeah.
2: Even even Robert Turbin had his breakout game. Marshawn Lynch still had 18 points. in yeah. Standard.
1: So we're not no. worried. Dallas Cowboys.
0: Cowboys nine and four. Philadelphia Eagles nine and four. This is a game, folks. The Cowboys another Thanksgiving rematch, little Thanksgiving rematch. The Cowboys. Murray rushed thirty two times last week. <laughs> and all my husband could say is, the Cowboys are running him into the ground, and they're not going to use him next year. And it made me really sad. And I hope that's not true because he is fantastic. He had nine receptions for another forty nine yards. And PPR, I can't even, I can't even count that high. It's amazing. <laughs> I can't must even start. count
2: that high. Must start. ask your daughter; she's good at it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: must start. Ah, Des Bryant. Ooh, last week was the Murray Show and a little bit of the Beasley Show. Um, yeah. This week's going to be the Bryant Show. I can just feel it. Philly gives up the fourth most fantasy points to wide receivers, and I just feel like it's this time where he's going to start throwing fits on the bench and nobody wants that. Tony Romo, him, you guys. Totally gives it the fourth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. This is going to yep. be a shootout. This is going to be a good time. I'm, in, I'm really excited to watch this. It's going to be awesome. Gut calls. Cole Beasley. Now, this is the deal, you guys. He got a lot of points. 42 yards and two touchdowns. But that was off of three receptions. Yeah. It's yeah. too risky for playoffs. I just. Too risky. If he doesn't find the end zone, you guys, he might get you 1.2 points. I mean, that's it. So, just, you know, buyer beware. Not my favorite. Jason Witten, um, he hasn't done much in the last two weeks at all. And this is a tough matchup. They give up the seventh fewest points to tight ends. I don't love him. And, unfortunately, on my bench, I have to put Terrence Williams. Tis the time. He wasn't even targeted once last week.
1: Sad. T. Willie, you're done.
2: Done. And that's not the first time this season he's at zero target. That's right. Boom. Eagles. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, 50 yards and a fumble last week. You know, he's another guy. Everyone was so busy yelling about the Broncos and the Saints that no one paid attention to the fact that McCoy stunk it up.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um. But you know what? It's okay. <laughs> Dallas gives up the 15th most points to running backs. They need to bounce back. And last week they went up against Seattle. Seattle's a really tough, tough team. Tough. So, uh, last, two weeks ago in Dallas, um, McCoy rushed for 159 yards, a season high, and a touchdown. So, I think we're going to go back in that direction again.
1: McCoy Yay. does well when, in the big lights, too. You know, Sunday night game, I think he'll do well.
2: It's a primetime game. It's a rematch. It's a divisional game. I like I like all the components here for everyone really. Uh speaking of Jeremy Macklin and Jordan Matthews. Jordan Matthews is probable with a knee, but he should be fine. Defense is starting to catch on to him though. And um Against Dallas in Thanksgiving, again, four of his five targets for 51 yards and a touchdown. Me- meanwhile, Macklin isn't getting his gaudy early season numbers, but he is holding steady. Last week, he caught three of six targets for 21 yards and a touchdown against Seattle, which is pretty okay against Seattle. Uh, Richard Sherman was on him a lot of the time, so I-, I was actually pretty impressed with what was going on. Dallas gives up the eighth fewest points to wide receivers, which might be a little surprising, but I think that they're still considerably easier than Seattle, and I feel like they'll be fine. You also play Cody Parkey, and you play Philadelphia Eagles defense. You're saying, but, Brandon, you just told us that Dallas is going to be really excited and whatever. Yeah, but Philly still scores. They're just crazy. They've only had one bad game. It's nuts. Uh, Mark Sanchez. We haven't ranked number 13 because, once again, Dallas gives up the 11th most points to quarterbacks. Chip Kelly – that's really what I'm going to say. Once again, Seattle. Ugh. But, you know, other than that, he's been throwing, like, almost 300 yards each time that he goes out. It's crazy. And um, the real news here is that Foles could be back in Week 16. So if he doesn't mm-hmm. throw for another 300 yards, he might be sitting on the bench next week. Zach Ertz and Brent Selick, hear me out for a second. Dallas gives up the fourth most points to tight ends. They're going to have to use them. <laughs> I don't like it. But everyone else is on the bench. Peruge. Peruge.
0: Monday night football. New Orleans Saints five and eight at Chicago Bears five and
2: eight. Great. So the Saints, here's the deal. I know everyone's extremely disappointed. And yes, they looked really, really bad, even on the offensive side of the ball, but they are going up against Chicago. promise you guys it's going to look up drew Brees is <laughs> going to be fine and then if he's not i will never ever tell you to start him again no, that's probably a lie but he should be fine going up to chicago They give up the second most points to quarterbacks who's not necessarily fine is mark ingram i don't know about this i mean last week ingram rushed for 10 times for 43 yards he caught two passes for 13 yards and he lost a fumble and new orleans is in this committee situation but not even really it's just a bad place to run the line's not doing the work that needs to do and actually chicago is the best against the run so they might not run that much um which means they're going to use kenny stills we were talking about him earlier in the in the uh podcast he was three for four for 23 yards performance last week which was terrible but two weeks ago he caught five of six targets for 162 yards at a touchdown those are the numbers we want
1: But you don't think he's going to be double teamed?
2: um, I don't think so, because in the gut calls would be Pierre Thomas, who's a pass-catching running back, Marcus Colston, who just won't go away, and Benjamin Watson, who oddly is a tight end who scores a lot of touchdowns and is getting more work than Jimmy Graham. But we'll talk about Jimmy Graham. You have to play him. I apologize. The Bears are tied for giving up the absolute most points to tight ends. Keep your fingers crossed. And then everyone else is on the bench. And that, But Kyrie Robinson is coming back, but don't play him. And Nick Toon is a guy who plays on the team, but you shouldn't play him either.
1: <laughs> he plays on the team, but don't play him.
2: Love right. It. As far as the, the Bears are concerned, the huge sad news for the Bears is that Brandon Marshall was placed on IR. IR. Ending season With fractured ribs and a collapsed lung and a broken heart. And Aww.
1: It is really sad so news.
2: Although really interesting is.
1: for Al Shre- Alshon Jeffrey owners.
2: Absolutely. And I'm going to say, gut calls, and Marcus Bennett. Wilson.
1: Hmm.
2: Like it. And right. he is a wide receiver that we know nothing about. They have barely used him at all because they weren't using him as that. But all of a sudden, there's a starting wide receiver that you can pick up in all of your leagues. And you can get in daily for cheap. And the Bears have to throw. And no one plays defense in That's New Orleans. Like, and the
1: defense has no game plan it's for him because like, they haven't seen him.
2: Could and a good it's New Orleans. What? Oh, yeah. Don't tell people? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, so I, I'm excited about that. And then as far as Martellus Bennett is concerned, listen, I watched Bennett limp that whole last quarter. I don't know how he's still probable with his foot injury, so I would watch the injury report. If he's playing, though, major must start. Matt Forte, major must start. New Orleans is terrible. Terrible no defense. Week sixteen he goes against Detroit. I will be singing a different tune, but get it together. Jay Cutler, great. Everyone else on the bench.
0: Everyone else on the bench. Brandon, thank you for doing that speedy Gonzalez. I appreciate you. Everybody check us out at HerFantasyFootball.com, on ESPNW, on Facebook backslash HerFantasyFootball. And make sure to chat us up on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. We love answering your questions even down to the last minute before we have to set our lineups on Sunday. We appreciate all of you. Good luck at the playoffs. Until next time, no more faking it.